Welcome to Audacious Faith Podcast. It's me, Faith, and I want to start off today's podcast by telling you a fun fact about myself. I'm an introvert, or at least I really used to be. I've gotten better at talking with people, and you're probably thinking, yeah, you can go up to strangers and talk about these deep spiritual things, and you got to be somewhat of an extrovert. But really, I'm kind of an introvert, and so I hope you fellow introverts out there hear this and realize you can do this too. Um, I also want to point out that my goal for this podcast in each episode is to get better at talking with people, at just having conversations. I know sometimes I talk really fast, I stutter, and I'm not really clear. I ask like five questions at once. I'm trying to get better just learning to talk with people and to have a, a nice conversation. And that's just the goal, to keep on getting better. Not for my sake, not for my own glory or fame or nothing, but just so that I'm clear and concise when explaining something of the utmost important to the people that I talk to. And I also realized in this podcast, at least, I need to be more careful with like my blunt, out of the blue kind of questions. I need to transition better to a different train of thought. Like we're talking and I have this other question I want to ask them and I kind of just go at it. And you might hear that, maybe it won't bother you, but it kind of bothered me, so I want to point that out. Also, my microphone stopped recording a few times. And for this podcast, I only did like short times before I, I realized it. So either it's my mic or my phone, I'd sit, continue and it skipped out a few little places. And you're going to hear that. Um, but I also actually cut out some places. You're going to hear that too. If someone mentioned something that was giving away a place, just for privacy reasons and protection, I took out like any places that kind of identified where this is at or a last name slipped up. You know, don't want any of that out on a podcast. So I did cut out a few things like that or like a 15 seconds of me walking. I'm, I'm not going to just have you listen to me walking. So yeah, today's podcast had four different conversations. And if you stick around to the end, you'll hear my final thoughts and explanation of today's podcast. So enjoy. Hello and welcome to Audacious Faith. I'm not as nervous as I usually am. I mean, I guess I'm still a little nervous. I really feel like I'm going to be turned down today. I'm at a park, just getting out of my car. And there's really not too many young people here. Usually I feel like younger people are more receptive um, to my podcast because they're younger people but um there's mostly just some um, they locked my i didn't lock my car you said i locked my car okay i locked my car um so i'm just gonna walk around there's like younger kids but not obviously i'm not gonna talk to them um but there's an older couple here walking their dog and today's question might offend them it's um it's a philosoph- philosophical question about philosophical question if you saw a stranger drowning and then your dog who would you save and why and that kind of gets people talking about morals kind of talking about like where do morals come from and and that always comes back to conversation about well if they believe in god do they believe their morals come from just themselves (sighs) there's an ambulance so see if these older people turn me down or not hello good afternoon i'm trying to find someone to talk on this podcast that i do with me ask a few interview questions would you guys be up for talking for a few minutes it's just like it's a philosophical question kind of a deeper question i guess okay i'm not trying to you don't have to just if you have a few seconds okay so the question is um which i did not plan this before i saw you had a dog but 
let's say you're walking around and you see someone, a stranger, drowning in the water. And then you also see your beloved pet drowning as well. If you can only save one, who do you save and why? Um, oh, that would be a hard one. Um, probably the person yeah. and, and try to push the dog past me as, as I go after the yeah. person. Yeah. Try to save both, but you're going to go yeah. for the person. And then what about you? Same. Yeah. Now, why would you choose the person? It would be a very, it, it's like one of those questions. If your mother and your daughter fell in the, the lake, who do you say first, right. your mother or your daughter? Yeah. It's, it's so. probably whoever is the closest that I think I could reach. But then if they both were at the same distance, you'd go with the person. I would the, both the person yell at the dog to follow me. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. So do you think, like, there's a set standard of morals, or do you think it's a little more objective? Because the morals are probably why you'd, you'd save the person. You know, they're a person, you wanna, don't want anyone to die. Um, I don't know. I think it's just the way I was brought up. You know, although we were brought up that our animals are the same as our humans. <coughs> um, do you, here's another question, do you believe in God? Oh, heavenly, yes. And do you feel like that kind of influences what you believe is, like, mm -hmm. morals? I said, God, give me the strength to get to both of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What about you? Do you believe in God? Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you guys the Christians? Mm-hmm. How long have you been a Christian? My whole life. I was raised in the church. Do you feel like there was a moment, though, where you made the decision for yourself? Oh, yeah, because when we were, when I was younger, we were allowed to go to the family church, or if my friend wanted me to go to a Catholic church or a Baptist or Jehovah Witnesses, my parents let us go and decide. Okay, so just kind of whatever you wanted. I hmm. think whatever felt right. Okay, well, then I got another question for you, if you don't mind. If I came up to you, and instead of a microphone, if I had a knife in my back, and I said, I'm dying, you know, I never really believed in God, but now I do, I want to get to this heaven you believe in, what would you tell me? What do I have to do? I'd probably die 911 first. After that? <laughs> um, to like two minutes to live? Um, just try to comfort the person. But like, if I'm asking you, like, how do I go to heaven? How would, do you have an answer to how you'd answer that? Pray to God. About what? Pray to God, all of your. Uh, ask Him to forgive you for all of your sins and take me, take Him into your arms. Um. Yeah. What about Jesus? Why did He die? Does that have, does something? Does he, he have something he, to do with? He that? died on the cross to save all of our souls. He took all of our sins. So does that mean if someone, if I was a, a just a Hindu and I and I didn't believe in Jesus, am I still? Getting into heaven, even though I don't believe in Jesus? I believe you would get into whatever the Hindu believes in. Okay. Uh, I, have, I don't know the Hindu religion, so. So then, are, so if, if I believe I'm, when I die, like this not to do like Hindu, if I d believe I die, I'm going to go live on the Death Star from Star Wars um, and live with Darth Vader, and you believe you're going to go to heaven, I'm going to go to the Death Star and you're going to go to heaven? There's, there's different realities? Oh, well. Growing up, we didn't have Death Star, so it's pretty much you went to heaven or you went to hell. Right. Or you were in limbo. Well, I guess my question is, do you believe there's one set place where people go, or do you think it's whatever you believe is where you go? I think it's wherever you believe you go, and by that token, I think most of the time it's the same place. We just believe in different ways. Okay. And so you say you believe in Jesus, so that's, 
the Christian belief. So what do you think about the, the scripture that says Jesus, where he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life? Do you think that's true? Yes, but I know there's also phrases in the Bible that you can turn them around to make them mean anything you want. That's how the cults get started. Right. They, they pick particular things that at one time I had read, it's a sin to cut your hair. So, you know. Well, in the context of, like, Jesus' whole ministry of, you know, of him coming, he said that, and, you know, living his life and dying for our sins, I would say that taking that one verse out by saying he said he's the truth, that's not really out of context. Would... No, I don't think so. So then if he's saying he's the truth, then can everyone be right? You mean all the different ministers? All the different beliefs, like, all the different religions that... Yeah, all the different religions, and they don't believe in Jesus of the Bible. I think they believe in whatever they're brought up to believe. You know, like, um, okay, part of my family's Indian. They're not Indian Indian, they're American Indian. They didn't so much believe in God, because they didn't know what God was, but they believed in the Heavenly Spirit, which is basically, if you transfer it today, which is God. So, um, would you consider yourself to be a good person? Yes. And as a Christian, you're probably familiar with like the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Do you think you've kept the Ten Commandments? Yeah, I think so. Can you remember any of the Ten Commandments? Oh God, thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not cheat. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not um, take your mother's or father's name in vain or it's God's name in vain and and oh, I have to sit down and think well, about it. Yeah just a few um, but like one of them is lying. Mm -hmm. Do you, Have you kept that commandment perfectly? No I think sometimes you have to lie to save a person's feelings. Have you ever stolen anything? I'm sure as a kid. And you talked about like using God's name in vain. Do you think you've ever done that broken that one before? Maybe once and then I chewed myself. Um, and then he's talked about adultery. Now Jesus says, this might sound familiar, that if you simply look with lust, you commit adultery of the heart. That's how high the standard is. So do you think on that standard you've, you've broken that one? I don't think looking uh, is committing adultery. Um, if that's the case, then everybody in the world's committing adultery. Right. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I, but I know a lot of people that... Um, What's the saying? Looky, no touchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, but see, if Jesus himself was the one that said, looking is adultery of the heart, because God sees your heart, he sees your desires, then that would be right. Everyone would fall underneath that mm -hmm. the branch of adultery. I'm not trying to judge you, but then my question for you is, if you stood before God, knowing that you've broken, look at a few of his Ten Commandments, mm -hmm. would you be innocent or guilty? I guess I would be guilty. That's why when I go to bed at night, I ask him to forgive me for if I had sinned during the day. If there's something I thought was a sin, you know. So I kind of think about like a courtroom situation. If you go before a criminal, goes before the judge, and they say, you know, I know I broke the law. Can you just forgive me? I'm sorry. Can, will the judge just let them go? No. No. And they're saying, well, you should be sorry. You know, that's good. But they can't just let you go because there's that fine to be paid. <laughs> So I would argue that, that God is a just judge of all the universe, like the Bible talks about. I think he is, and I think it's like it's like a court case. Every court is different. I mean, um, say he went out and killed those three people over there for the heck of it. 
where you came after me with my knife and I killed you, we both committed a sin, right. but I was protecting myself. Right. See what I'm saying? So yeah. I think I think God would be a judge, a, uh, a good judge. So, yeah, if he was a good judge, it means he, if he was perfect, like the Bible talks about, and just. He talks about, maybe, um, remember the verse talks about liars have their place in the lake of fire. He's going to, you know, liars and uh, thieves are going to end up in hell, and so the murderers and the rapists those that do those things too. But he's so good, he's going to punish the liars and the thieves and the blasphemers as well. Mm -hmm. So then, I guess the, the question is, if you stand before the judge, you know, you know, broken law, fine to be paid no matter what. Even if in our courtroom the situation's different, but in front of God, what, what can anyone do to get to heaven then if we're all in that predicament where we'll be found guilty and end up in hell? I would say just try to live your life as peaceful and loving and giving as you can. Um, what's, what's that saying? Don't judge a person till you've walked in their shoes. I know I, a long time ago, was judged on something that somebody else had done, and it took me forever. Yeah. But now I know someone who's in the same shoes, and I'm trying to help them. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that, that's definitely, you know, definitely good. I think that's a good thing. But if you go back to like the, the courtroom situation, if if you tell a judge that you know I'll just keep living, I'll do better next time, kind of thing. You know, once again, a good judge will say, good for you, you should. But and there's still that problem. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, if you know you've sinned, um, go to your church or your faith or whatever it is and tell them, look, I have sinned. I will try to do better. Please forgive me. And Well, here's what I'm trying to show you. What did, how does Jesus have a, a, a role in this courtroom situation? Well, he would be your judge. Yeah, that also. But also, let's say if someone comes in the courtroom and they pay your fine for you, now the judge can let you go. They can be, the judge can be just, you know, not like he's just letting you go. The fine has been paid, and you can go off free. So that's exactly what Jesus did, right? He came down, he died on the cross to, to pay for our sins. Well, no, he probably would put that person on probation. God would? Yes. Do you have any biblical, did you get it from the Bible? Is that kind of just something else you believe? It's just something I kind of got from the Bible. Like I said, my aunt and uncles were missionaries, and I grew up in the church, and and God forgives a lot of things. And there's a lot of things you need to do to get him to forgive you. See, that's where I guess we differ. I believe, you know, the Bible talks about Jesus died for your sins so everyone can be forgiven. That's how God can forgive us is through Jesus. And what, um, what you got to do is to get that forgiveness. Because now not everyone is, oh, now it's all good. You need to repent of your sins, like you talked about earlier. And but the second thing is putting your trust in Jesus alone to save you. Mm -hmm. You know, like you would trust a parachute. You wouldn't jump off an airplane and trust yourself or try to trust the things no, you can do. I know when I went to have major surgery once, I said my prayer as I was going in that God, if there's something I've sinned for that I need to be forgiven, forgive me. And if you should choose to take me into your arms today, I am willing and ready to go. Yeah. And then, so they had repentance and then trusting in Jesus though. It's like, he says like, put on the Lord Jesus, like cling on to him is because he said, like I quoted earlier, he's the way, the truth and the life. And that's how people can get eternal life. And it's available for everyone, whether they Hindus or they talked about these different right. religious beliefs. You know, that, that's the gospel message for anyone. But, all right. Well, thank you for talking with me. Oh, you're welcome, Mr. Clark. I'm sorry I didn't really talk to you much. You got any other comments or anything you want to say? No, I got it. Okay. Peace out.
Okay, that's all right. Well, thank you for talking and listening to me. Have a good rest of your day. You too. Thank you. Good luck on your podcast. Thank you. I hope I find some more people to talk to. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'll walk down this way. Have a, have a good day. All right, so now there's really not too many people. So I tried to share the gospel with someone who's been raised in the church. And they're always, always really the hardest people to talk to. Because they, at some points, they kind of get it. I guess not really, like they get it, she talked about repentance, but truly understanding the gospel and Jesus is the only way and that God can forgive us through what Jesus did, not through what we did. There's a big difference between faith alone, grace alone, and Christ alone versus, yeah, Jesus died for our sins, believe in God and be a good person. That's totally different messages. And I hope I did a good job of trying to talk to her about that. You know, obviously, I don't know, I, whatever, whenever you talk to anybody, you're just planting a seed, you know, a seed of truth. And even though it's really hard for people I come across that are Christians, that you try to talk to them and you don't know if you really made any leeway. Because by the end, she's nodding her head like she agreed, you know. She would say she agreed that Jesus died for your sins, paid the fine, you know, for you. But does she really understand that based off what she's talking about? I don't know if she really does. And obviously, if you're listening to this, just pray for her. Oh, I think I will right now as they keep walking because there's like no one over in that part of the place. So, dear God, I never got their names. Oh, man. Dear God, please open the eyes of those, um, that couple, Lord. I pray that you just, the seed is planted, Lord, and that your truth, God, and the truth of the gospel and what you did, that it, that you got to hear the, the true gospel, Lord, and that it just plants a seed. In your name I pray, amen. Okay, so there's some event going on, or there's something. There's an ice cream looking truck, Oberwise. There's some cars parked. Some people sitting out in front of a, like, bandstand. So I don't really know what that's all about. There's no band in the stand. I think there's some sort of performance. What day is it? I don't know. I saw a sign. So I could go up there and ask what's going on. Hello. Hey, how are you? Pretty good. How are you guys doing? Tonight. What's going on here tonight? Tonight? Yeah. We've got your mic ready to do the announcing for us. Yeah. 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 Actually, at 7 o'clock, uh-huh. we'll uh-huh. be performing a concert. We do it every Thursday. Okay. From uh, June through August 8th. Okay. The only exception is the week of July 4th. Oh, we'll okay. Be here Wednesday, July 3rd. But okay. Thursday will be out. Okay, for the, yeah, for the laser light, laser show has gone. Okay. Yeah, so what I'm doing is I'm going around, I'm talking to people in the park um, for a podcast that I make. Um, and I just asked a, a philosophical kind of deep question. Do you mind if I ask it to you guys while you guys sit here? Okay, let's get a little closer. All right. Okay, so let's say you're walking along and you see a stranger drowning in the river. And the next to them is your beloved dog. Who do you save? stranger yeah yeah the stranger I would say and and why is that I just think because my dog can save themselves if the person may not be able to yeah I think that the stranger drowning the river would be well a human being would be worth saving more that would be worth saving more 
Um, and so if the dog and the human, you can only save one, you still go with the human, you know, you know the dog probably couldn't get out? Or does that kind of make it hard? I'd miss her. Yeah. 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 I, I'd That's just it. The, I'd miss her, but yeah. I'd but save yeah. the person and then the dog. Yeah. The person would it, come first. Yeah, and you try and go back. Do you think that go that uh, desire to save the person comes from your morals? Yeah, just what feels right. Yeah. The thing that feels right to do. Yeah. Do you feel like more there's a, a set standard of morals, or do you think it's more of an objective, objective person by person kind of standard? <laughs> on, on one level, I think there's standard right and wrong. You know, you don't kill anybody. I'm not going to sit in there and punch Ed, you know, and stuff like that. But then on other levels, when it comes to like religion, politics, and stuff like that, there's that those varying degrees of what you believe in and what you believe is right and wrong as far as, you know, people's right to choose what they want to do or who they want to be and stuff like that. There's that varying degree. Yeah, I, I agree the same thing. I, you know, I, I guess I agree the same thing. Do you believe in God? Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like your morals, uh, like uh, good morals, can come from, from that, faith in God? I feel like they can, but I feel like at times I just fail. You know, I feel like I'm, like, like I'm just such a phony. You know, but yeah, I think the good morals, uh, we should follow the, the Word of God uh, and, and try to keep His laws the best we can. Like the Ten Commandments, would that be kind of a good set of morals? The Ten Commandments. Um, would you guys consider yourselves to be good, a good person? Kind of, I'm, I don't, okay. Well, the only good person was Jesus Christ, and all of us are not as good as him. So I can't say I'm, I'm, I'm a good person, but I try to be. That's good. Yeah. Um, so, um, so the reason I ask is we're talking about like Ten Commandments. You think you've kept the Ten Commandments? What's that again? Have you ever t have you kept the Ten Commandments? Well, we try to keep the Ten Commandments, but, but we we don't always aren't able to. Yeah. You know, yeah, so we have the sun to help us to, yeah, as humans, to, to, uh, we fail. be our mediator. Yeah, we fail daily. You know, no matter how hard we try. You know, and that's what it is. You do your best every day. So do you feel like, so how does someone get to heaven then? Is it about to keep trying and do your best or is there something else? Well, I feel that the only way is like what Billy Graham said, the only way is through Jesus Christ, the son. Yeah, if you believe in the Bible, then you got to follow that word then. It says the only way is through Jesus. They believe it in Him. Yeah, because yeah, we, we can't keep the Ten Commandments. You know, it's used as a mirror to see that we, we've all failed. Right. Um, but it also says that, you know, there could be many gods. You know, that there's the belief out there that there are many gods. And who, are, who am I to tell them that they're wrong? So I'm not going to tell someone that they're wrong in their core beliefs that they've grown up with. What do you think about the scripture that says, Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life? I would say in that, in that um, verse, he's quote, saying that he's the only way. He's kind of drawn the line in the sand, and so that there are no other ways. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's it. He, he's telling the truth. He's, you know, that he is the truth. If, yeah. if, you're, 
if you're a Bible believing Christian, then yes, that's the way yeah, you I believe. Yeah, I believe the same thing. He's the truth and the way. And the, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so another deep question for you, if you don't mind. If I came up to you with a knife in my back and I said, I don't believe in God, but I'm going to die in two minutes, so I'm kind of wondering how do I get to this heaven that you guys believe in, what would you tell me? You don't believe in God? No, I'm considering it because I'm dying, so. Yeah, I would just, real quickly, as, as a Christian, at my beliefs, I would, you know, say, look, let's pray real quick and you tell Jesus that you want to give your life to him and he'll accept you into heaven today. Yeah, well, I would tell him, uh, I would try my best not to, not to have him kill himself because uh, he, yeah. can, he can do whatever he wants as long as he's alive and Jesus will actually be his mediator. But once he kills himself, then he's broken the law, and then Jesus is not. He, he, uh, like they, not kill, like not like killing themselves, but like someone had attacked them, kind of thing. Oh. So you're saying as long you know he still has time because he's not you know dead. Yeah, yet. No matter what he does or whatever how depressed he is, uh, if he just puts his faith in the Lord, then he would be able to. He would he would be okay as long as he doesn't kill himself. Killing himself is right. the end. It's never the way. Well, I guess something for you guys to think about. I would, if someone came up to me, I'm also a fellow Christian, and they put a knife in their back, and I'd, I'd tell them two things you gotta do. One is repentance, realize you've broken the law, that you can't make it on your own. And the second is putting your trust in Jesus alone to save you. Not, your tr not yourself, not your good things you can do, but your trust alone in, in Jesus. You guys are in agreement with that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's the gospel message, you know, that, that Jesus came to pay the fine, to keep the laws that we couldn't keep, so he could be our mediator, our mediator between us and God. And so, yes, that's, you know, what I would tell someone is repent, repentance and faith in the gospel. But, all right, well, thank you for talking with me, you two. What's your name? My name is Faith. Faith? Oh, my God. I know. What's your name? Benita. Benita? Yeah. And Ed. Ed. Yeah. Nice yeah. to meet you guys. You should stick around if you want. Okay. I'll yeah, see. Yeah, that's, what's, that's our band playing now. Yeah. Okay. From last, last week's concert. Week. Okay. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. Because I heard the music and I'm like, no one's up there. So I, I want to see yeah. what's going on. Yeah. He, our sound guy records it every week. And then okay. plays it back the following week while we're setting up and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Which... Let me look at what time it is here. Yeah, oh, goodness okay. gracious. We, we start right. at 7. We started, but we got to be ready to play at a quarter till, so yeah. we can oh, okay. do some warming up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Who's, who's well, I might messaging? stick around, I might not. I'll oh, see. Okay. So, have a good day. Thanks you for talking too. with me. Thank you, Faith. You're welcome. Walking up to this guy that has a trumpet case. Excuse me. Are you are you gonna play in the band that's up there? Is that why you have your trumpet? Yeah. Okay. Do you have a minute to talk to me? I'm going out in the park doing an interview for a podcast that I do. Can I ask you a few questions while you get ready? Sure. Okay. So my my question today is kind of a, a, a philosophical one. It's if you're walking, say you're walking along and you see a stranger drowning in the river, okay. and you also see your dog drowning in the river. You can only save one. Which one would you save? Stranger or the dog? They're both drowning. real tough one, especially considering I can't swim. Well, <laughs> let's say you could swim, you know, for the sake of the... But for the sake of the question, yes. Mm. Why do you feel like it's kind of a hard question? It's kind of, what are some thoughts going in your mind about it? Well, a stranger drowning, you know, helps somebody in need. The dog is, you know, 
I would assume in this case your best friend, you know, it'd be like losing a family member. So that's a real hard decision to make, and I, I don't know. Hmm. Not really sure why, but I probably saved the person. I can't really. You're not really sure why. You, can't really give you a good reason for that, though. Do you believe in like a higher power? Do you think that at all influences a decision to save someone's life? Mm. In you know it. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Yeah. Uh, if it. If there is a higher power, I think it takes a lot more hands-off approach than, you know, the ever common person might think. Yeah. For me, it's more of a hands-off sort of thing. Were you raised in a certain belief system? No. No? Would you consider yourself an agnostic then, or are you kind of more like atheist? Not atheist, just uh, my ideas on the uh, whatever there is is doesn't align with uh, organized religion in a way, but I'm not atheist. I believe there's something. Because um, have you ever heard of the Ten Commandments? Yeah. It's also called the moral law. And um, I know some people talk about morals and stuff. That can be a reference to, that's kind of a good set of morals. You know, it talks about lying or stealing or murder. Um, um, so then, would you consider yourself to be a good person? I try. Yeah. Just, that's all I can say is I try. Um, talking about the Ten Commandments, let's say if that was a standard, like one of them is lying. Have you ever broken that Ten Commandment? I don't think there's a person who has. Uh, I would like to say that I haven't done it maliciously. But you admit that you, you've done it. Right. As I agree, we all have. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Have you ever stolen anything? Despite the value? Anything small or? Mm, no. No, I haven't done anything like that. Have you ever used God's name in vain? God's name in vain? Um, probably a lot of people have. I'm sure I have. I don't keep track of it. Right. We're just, okay. And one more question for you. Um, the Bible talks about if you simply look with lust, it's the same as adultery of the heart. Um, do you think you've broken that one before? I don't pay attention. I've got too many other things going on. So I keep myself out of relationships, so I can't. Simply just like looking at something like, oh, like they look good. You know, kind of having a, a thought that you maybe wouldn't want your parents to see you having. Would you argue that maybe everyone has at one point? Probably at one point or another. Okay, so I'm not trying to judge you, but my question for you is if God was judging you, let's say you die and you find out there is this God of the Bible, and you see that you've, um, you've lied, stolen, not stolen, your name is in vain, adultery of the heart, would you be innocent or guilty in front of God? Mm. If you're talking, you know, no matter the reason, no matter anything else, then probably of several of the commandments, you know. So guilty like the rest of us? Yeah. And so do you think if you're guilty, you think God will allow you into heaven, or do you think you send you to hell? Well, that depends on God and uh, by what standard he uh, judges uh, those transgressions. Uh, I want you to kind of think about a criminal standing before a judge, and the criminal broke the law, maybe they just robbed the bank. And they tell a judge, you know, I, I'm a good person though, I'll, I'll do better next time. You know, the reason I did it was because I need some money to buy my car. Can the judge just, if it's a good judge, will they just let the criminal go? Or will they say, no, there's a punishment, there's a fine? You know, if 
you've gone as far as to rob a bank? You probably there should be some sort of punishment. You know, maybe not, you know, extensive jail time or something like that. But there should be some sort of consequence for anyone's actions, no matter what they are. Right. Yeah. You know, if you jump, you're going to, you know, come back down to the ground. So, like, in the law system, you break the law, there's going to be some sort of repercussion, some sort of, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if it was, well, you think about something like, instead of robbing a bank, let's say jaywalking. You were, if you jaywalk to go save somebody, you know, maybe then there shouldn't be a punishment. But, you know, robbing a bank is kind of a... <laughs> Crazy thing. Yeah, that's, that's a little, Extreme. that's a little far, yeah. Right. Um, but, you know, mm -hmm. something like, you know, jaywalking or, you know, something, you know, to save somebody else. Trespassing to save somebody who's fallen, broken their leg, something like that. You know, as long as you're not, you know, walking into an active minefield or something. So kind of to bring back to God's courtroom, um, I would say a lot of times that we've broken the Ten Commandments, or it wasn't always because we're trying to help someone. It's because, you know, lying is the easy way out. Um, saying his name in vain is a way to express our anger. So in that situation, it's a little different because we're not doing it like, we can't say, oh, every time I've ever sinned against God is because I want to do something to help someone. It's because I've done it. True. So then the question would be, how could anyone get to heaven if we've all broken the law? So do you have any idea how, what God did so people don't have to die and go to hell? No. Well, just one more minute of talking with you and I'll, I'll leave you alone. Um, so God came down as Jesus and he died on the cross for our sins. It's like a criminal in the courtroom. If someone comes in and pays your fine, the judge can be just, let the criminal go, and the fine's been paid. That's exactly what Jesus did uh, 2,000 years ago by dying on the cross for our sins, taking the punishment for you and I, because God is just and also loving and merciful and wants to forgive you. But now what you got to do to get that credited to your account is um, repent of your sins, realize I've done these wrong things, turn from them, and then put your trust in Jesus alone to save you. Does that kind of make sense? To me, it's a stretch, but I can see where that gives a lot of people comfort. That's a good thing. Hmm. Do, you think, I, do you think you're going to think about this at all? Does it make you kind of think about? Not any further than I already do think about it. So I've I've already you know meditated on it and come up with with my answer. All right. Well, then I encourage you to maybe consider it a little more. If maybe talking about the Ten Commandments, if it made you feel kind of uncomfortable, kind of like kind of times it does for people, like oh yeah, I've done these things. I might be in trouble on the Day of Judgment. Then maybe really take that to heart and, and just think about how you know kind and loving God is by sending Jesus you know to, to pay for our sins. And if you're curious or you want to meditate on it some more, maybe get a Bible. Do you have a Bible at all? Well, like I said, if you're curious, open the Bible up, read the Book of John, and it's definitely something to think about. Thank you for talking with me. I really appreciate it. Take care. Thank you, too. Really polite. So that was good. All right. So, yeah. Reflection on that conversation. I don't know. It's, it's hard. I, like, I, I want to say, hey, you know, like, I don't know, going to like the truth conversation, I sometimes I go that direction, like, well, you know, what's the truth? Can you can we find the truth kind of thing? And I, I share the gospel with them. It's hard. I think the one main problem is is pride. We don't like to think of ourselves as anything less than like a good person. You know, we have that pride. And the Bible talks about humbling yourself. 
and like a child. And, um, and it's what someone has to do to truly be saved. They have to come to that place of repentance and you come to that place by humbling yourself, realizing, hey, God's right, I'm wrong. You know, I've done these things. Uh, you know, I've sinned against God. Um, but when, when you talk to someone, it's really hard to kind of get them to, to realize that. So it's always good to open up the law and to um, try to use the law. But sometimes it's hard because, like, the person says things like he did. Like, well, everyone does it. And I kind of, you know, like, yeah, I'm ag- I agree with you. Everyone does it. It depends on what you meant it for. And trying to always bring it back to that courtroom situation and kind of show the, the courtroom severity of this. Okay. Hello. Excuse me. Um, I'm doing a podcast, so I go and interview people. Do you guys have a few minutes before you take off to talk to me? An interview or a, a podcast where I ask like philosophical kind of a, a deep question. Okay. Okay. So my question today is: Say so you're walking along the river and you see a stranger drowning, and the next to the stranger is your dog. You can only save one. Who do you save? Stranger. Stranger. Yeah, the stranger. Preserve life. The dog can swim itself. Well, let's say that even if the dog couldn't swim, let's say it couldn't get out of the water, would you still save the save the stranger? I would have to. Yeah. I'd say the stranger. stranger. And and why would you do that? Because that's a human human life. Human life. Yeah. Do you believe that that morals, like morals, is probably kind of a part of it? Do you believe that morals is there's a standard morals, or is it kind of objective in each person? It's kind of different. What? What, the question is about morals? Yeah, like is there a set standard to, to morals or do you think it's everyone has their own? Everyone has their own standards of morals, of what they believe, you know, believe in and what they think is, you know, how mm-hmm. you should act or, you know, yes. Do you guys believe, do you believe in God? Oh, yes. Do you feel like that kind of impacts your decision to save the person and your moral beliefs? Yes, yes I do. Uh, do you guys believe in an afterlife? You know what? Yes. I believe in afterlife. Um, like, after you die, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I believe in... Yeah. What do you think is af- what happens after someone dies? You go to heaven. There's energy. Energy is transferred. It don't dissipate. That's what the body is. That's what keeps you going. That's what make you... That's what make your mind function, but keep I, your heart and everything going. Yeah. I also believe in... Um, um, people could be in limbo you know I believe in you know you go to heaven or you are in between because if some people don't know they died or you know certain you know just in between worlds you know what I mean like if you're not breathing but you're gonna you know you could be dying okay, like you could be in between like right you're not you know so do you believe everyone goes to heaven <clears throat> do you believe everyone um well there? they say God died for our sins you know what I mean so if he died for our sins then you know yes. I mean yeah I, I, I believe it I mean so do you believe in heaven and hell as well, or are you more... Because you talked about, like, you know, energy. Do you still believe in a, a physical... Not physical, but a place? There has to be yeah, hell. good and bad, I believe, yeah. yeah. I believe there's hell, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where do you think you're going? Oh, I know I'm going to heaven. Yeah? Yeah. Heaven. And how do you know that? <clears throat> because the Bible says, you know what I mean? That, you know, he died for my sins, and I'm trying to live as righteous as I can, so... You know, and maybe three right? months ago, not even three months ago, I fell down the stairs in the house, working in the house. He did. And literally died. And yes. my wife came home from the store and revived me, dialed 911 while she was still doing the CPR. Yeah. And I was on life support for 
a week and a half, and then another week and a half. I was gone 15 minutes, less than 15 so, minutes. I went to go get cigarettes when I yeah. came home. He was at the bottom of the stairs, just, not breathing. I called 911. I hurried up and laid him down, started doing CPR. They came. He was on the breathing machine for a week. You know, that was a week and a half. You know, a week, yeah. And it was, no, yeah, 2017, my husband so died. I and figured. then last year, my daughter died at 29. And then he almost died. So, so I figured God I ain't God. done with me yet. He yeah. has a purpose for me. Mm -hmm. So there's a reason why I was brought back. So. Right, right. But you said you've seen clouds. You said yeah, like I was on top. Like you, you could you look at the clouds like this from underneath. Huh. It's like I was on top on the top side and yeah. I'm trying to look down and it's like the ground all I see is what you looking up at like nothing everything like, no people no no was nothing. just yeah. like that yeah yeah but it was just Crazy experience like it is like I said you know I mean so that's kind of why you believe it there's definitely yeah, something husband, daughter, and then you know he almost died this year so I'm like these three years have been yeah rough but I have I to still believe that you know there's yeah. a higher power than us and you mm -hmm. know right so okay. it's yeah. So then I have another question. If I came up to you with a knife in my back, someone stabbed me, and I have two minutes to live, and I want to go to this heaven that you guys believe in, yeah. what would you tell me if I asked, how do I get there? What do I have to do? I think we'll lay you, well, I know I will lay you down and just start praying for you. At the same time, try to get help. 911 is on the way at the same time praying yeah. for you while trying to I keep would, you conscious. I'd still try and save your life. Even if you think you're only gonna live for two minutes, I try and like tell you you're gonna be all right. I'm gonna, what, you know, I'm gonna do what I can. What if we somehow knew I definitely was gonna die within yeah. two minutes from this injury? Would, would you say something I'd different? You. I'd want to hold you and comfort you as much. You know. Yes. So what if I said I, I'm a thief? That's what I do for a living. I steal things. I, I lie all the time. I use God's name as a curse word. And I know I'm a bad person. Is it? Is there still? Do you I still go to heaven? Forgiveness. You have to ask for forgiveness. You mean like he's. Like I say, he died for our sins. You have to ask for forgiveness, though. You know, not just because he died for our sins doesn't mean, you know, automatically you have to ask for forgiveness for what you did. But that doesn't exactly. mean you go and do it again. You know, calling on the name yeah. of Jesus. <laughs> right. So then, why didn't you mention that when you first talked talked about like just praying for me? Do you feel like it is necessary then to have that repentance for my sins, yeah. or is it is yeah. it not? Yeah, you have yeah. to ask. You have to ask God to forgive you. you know what I'm saying, like, you, I mean, he died for your sins, yes. But on the other hand, you know, like. You can't just be like, take it for granted. It's like pretty much spitting in his face. Like, you know, he died for our sins. You know, he went through all that. So even though he did that, oh, well, he died for our sins. So I could do this and I could steal from this and person I could do, you know, what I want. No, I mean, you have to ask God for forgiveness. The for only way to the Father is by the name and right. through the Son. So but you don't you go back and pray. do you something again that you Jesus. cast them for forgiveness for it. You know? Yeah. And that's, like, that's what repentance is. When you say you're sorry, then you turn away right. from your sin. And you, you say sorry, sorry means what? You're not going to do it again. And they know automatically when I say, when you say sorry, what? And they say, I know, mom, we're not going to do it again. You know? So it's just, yeah. yeah. You know? It's, it's, yeah. So then, you know? Right. So talk about repentance. Um, if someone came up to me and said they had a knife in their back, I'd say, you know, repent of your sins, realize you've broken the Ten Commandments, as we all have, you've lied, yeah. stolen. But then also, a step further is putting your trust in Jesus to save right. you. Right. Right. And that, that's a little different than, you know, believing <laughs> in God, because people believe that God's there, but they don't necessarily have their trust in Jesus. Right. And so, there's a bug. And so, yeah, like, trust him like you trust a parachute. Mm -hmm. Tr like, you trust not to save your life when you jump off this plane. You should trust in Jesus to save be saving you when, when you enter an eternity. Right, exactly. When you leave your shell of your body, you know, mm -hmm. your soul leaves this shell. Right. You know, this is nothing. Mm -hmm. you know, that's why people do cremation and stuff like that instead of getting buried. Yeah. You know, you're not. Mm -hmm. It's like if somebody was on the, like a, when he was on the breathing machine, 
And I, you know, I said, as long as his mind's okay, you know what I mean? Do whatever you can to save him. I mean, I wouldn't want his soul to be trapped in his body because I'm being selfish and, you know, right. I'd have to let his soul, I'd have to let if, him go. Right, right, if God says it's time, it's time it's kind time. of thing, it's yeah. Like, yeah, right. And it's just like the moral thing too, like, you know, they said he might have memory loss. Well, he doesn't remember me. You know, he, I want him to still have his life move on, you know what I'm saying? So it was, yeah. yeah it changed you afterwards. <clears throat> it's, it's, it's been a big difference since the experience or since the accident. Um, Sometimes I feel like I'm easily aggravated or irritated or frustrated, yeah. you know. So I start yeah. talking to the doctors about help and what I'm experiencing, right. you right. know, arguing, getting just a tip bit more aggressive, you know. It's not it like it was before. at first. It's a big difference. Yeah, he's not the so, same. Yeah. yeah, it changed. Him. It changed me. Yeah. Do you guys ever read the Bible? Yes. yes. I do read the Bible. And we go to church. Regularly? Yes. And I also have, if I t turn the car on right now, my station is Christian, it's music. Christian music. It's It's my music. That's all we listen to. That's okay. it. Yeah. Yes. So it. when would you say you became a Christian? When did you get saved? Oh, God. I got saved. Um, it's been like maybe 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't really active in the church setting. Then when I start dealing with people other than my family members, like friends and other people that you meet, then it was more like invitation. They invite you to church and you could come and sit and if you get something out of it, you come again and then you experience this church. You know, so it's like, if you ain't got a church home, I keep going to different churches, catching messages. Not every Sunday, but if I'm not at church, I pray before we go to sleep, when we wake up, every meal, um, thank we God do, for everything that that's, that you've done for us, right. that you continue doing for us. You mean you'll keep us safe, keep mercy us, and your you grace. Know, yeah, family, friends, everybody, you know. Um, but also last year, the day after my daughter died, I had 75% of my colon removed. Yes, yeah. my colon stopped working. So for six months, they couldn't find out what was wrong. Wow. So I mean. Yeah, and then I had, um, I had I had the prayed, bag, and then they did the reversal. The reversal six weeks later. So we, I mean, we still believe in God, and we I mean, prayed. I have to. You know what I'm saying yeah. everything. Kept I mean, striving. You don't give up. No, you, you keep moving. Right. And then we find right. a doctor food. that give you a little diet capsule and to see how it digests with through your food through your system is is even exiting your body. Yeah. And to find out that it wasn't. And that's how we knew her colon had stopped. Yep, so they removed 75 months, and I know, of no, They did tests and everything, and they couldn't find it. Six months it so took bad. while all yep, the family just yep. didn't believe you. They, right. they thought I cut was her off and wasn't talking, wasn't yeah, coming either. around. So she went from like 155 drugs, pounds or he did, all the you know, way down like to this. like 107 pounds, yeah. 106 pounds. 105 pounds. Yeah, to, yeah now from I'm 155. So yeah, I was 155 pounds in the beginning, and then I went from 155 to 105 pounds. I couldn't eat nothing because I would lay on the bathroom floor. And I, I couldn't use the restroom, and it was six months. It was bad. That's crazy. Yeah, just yeah. using uh, laxatives and stuff yeah. like that, and. Uh, then yeah. the doctor told me when he gave me the diet pill, I couldn't take anything to help me use the bathroom. I'm like, no. Like, yeah. no. I mean, it was bad. Yeah. That was the day after her, you know, then I went for the surgery. And, and just one yeah. thing after another, pretty much. It was. For the past yeah. three years, it's been. It's you volunteer been with the community. 
Yeah, we do. And um, we help like people who's unfortunate to help themselves, like elderly, elderly. people. We mow their lawn. Um, we mm -hmm. keep the kids the safe in the community. Yep. The county <clears throat> give yep. us three city blocks up here mm -hmm. that we maintain. We come out the house, yep. pick up the paper from one corner to the next corner, across mm -hmm. the street, do the mm -hmm. same. Then we go up the next block, right. do the same, come back across <laughs> the other block. The three blocks they gave us, those what we maintain. Yep. So you have people that live on those blocks, and most of them is Christian people, mm -hmm. um, good-hearted, God-fearing. So, you know, they offer. We right. come, cut the grass, do right. the hedges, jump in the car, yeah. and drive off. Yeah, just waving. We'll at say, them. We'll, we'll, a lot of times we'll be it, like, um, be you got, you got sometimes. jokes. You know, you got jokes. Here, take the money. You got right. jokes, and we just get in the car it's, and it's go. It's not for the money. Yeah. It's just right? a blessing because <laughs> right. the more you give, the more you, <laughs> you get. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's how we do yeah. it. Okay. Do you guys have a few more minutes? I have another question I want to ask you. Okay. Okay. Do you consider yourself to be a good person? Yes, I consider myself. Now, a good person. yeah. Then growing up, no, I was learning. So you get misguided, you get off the path you're supposed to be on, so you make mistakes. But you ask for forgiveness, you confess, you make amends with the people that you harm, and you try to live righteous as you possibly can. Yeah. What's the standard of good and bad? What makes you a good person and someone else bad? Um, not stealing, you mean, not, you know, hurting anyone, you know, trying to do good for people. You mean, go out of your way, you know, um, just, you know, it's Being just, kind yeah. and loving and helping right, everybody. Right. That's exactly what, you know. You know, talk about stealing, that kind of goes back to the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Do you think you've kept all the Ten Commandments? No. <laughs> no? Uh-uh, no. no. Like, have you, like, like lying, one, um, one of them is lying, have you ever broken I'll that lie. one? Lie, yeah. I've Yeah, I've lied, but I don't, I don't. Majority of the time, I, you know I mean, I don't mm -hmm. lie, you know what I mean? But, you yeah, know, like, we, we, we all mean, have at least Yeah, it's time. like when someone says, hey, this is almost every day. Hey, how are mm -hmm. you? And you could be feeling really bad and everything. And you're like, I'm fine. You yeah. know, I'm well, fine. I mean, yeah, that's we a, do that. It's a little different. Who, but that one, that one is a different. The violin, who wants to yeah, hear Yeah, so you say, oh, I'm okay. You know, and you're not. How y'all doing? That's considered lying. Right, that's not the truth. Yeah. What about using God's name in vain? Have you ever done that? No. No, I'm, no, I won't do it. Okay, and then one I more. People do it. It makes me right uncomfortable. Um, then one more question. Then I'll explain why I'm asking you these questions. Mm -hmm. um, Jesus talks about if you simply look with lust, it's adultery of the heart. Have you ever looked at someone with lust? Lust, like, oh wow, that person looks good. Yeah. Yeah. I had kind of those kind of yeah. I mean, um. That's how like, we met. <laughs> she moved in town. I started working for. Right. We uh, conversated, and then it was like. You start liking somebody, but you keep it to yourself. I was conservative. You and mean for like, eight <laughs> months, that's no. how we, I was Wait, still working, was and we ended up ceiling. getting married. Wow. Yeah, this is an example. He was painting the ceiling, mm -hmm. and he said, can I take my shirt off because it was hot? And I said, sure. I have a T-shirt and a Dago <laughs> T under it. So he took it off, and I went, I went and covered up my face like this on the side, and mm -hmm. I walked up the stairs so fast and went to my room and shut my door. Oh, wow. I was, but I wasn't. I, yeah. felt, I, I felt guilt. Right. Because I, you know, I felt like I needed to just go home to my room because I was so, because uh, I looked, and I knew I looked, so I felt, right. even if he didn't see me look, I felt, you know, mm -hmm. like it was wrong. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Well, here's why I kind of ask these questions. Mm -hmm. um, oh, you might be familiar with this Bible verse. Um, it says that no one is right, no one is good, all fall short of the glory of God. Yeah. So a common thing I kind of look for when I talk to the Christians, ask, you know, are you a good person? And you don't exactly say the same respo this response, but I kind of expect something like, no, I'm not a good person, but I have a good Savior. Like, I know I'm not good, you know, because God is good. 
you know. Because the Bible talks about when you, really, when you come a place of true repentance and putting your trust in Jesus, you really right. got to humble yourself. Right. Because we always say, yeah, I'm a good person. Then you open up the law with someone, kind of what I was trying to do with you guys, and it shows, no, and I'm not a good person. You've right. done these things, broken God's law. But good thing Jesus, you know, he paid the fine for us by dying on the cross. So, I, you know, I kind of ask those questions because it shows the gospel looks a lot more beautiful when you, realize, when you start with the law and realize, you know, we've all sinned. Right. Because if you say, oh, you know, Jesus, you know, died for you, you're all good. Right. It's like, well, why, you know, why do you have to die? Because we can't earn our way to heaven. It's right. good to do good things, mm -hmm. you right. know, but we can't, no matter how many good things we do, we can't make our own way, right. way to heaven. No, we can't, right. right. Don't buy your way. No, we can't. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. be good. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to say you don't have to be good. You can't be good. Like, you can't be good enough to go to heaven. The right. you get you trust in Jesus, and you, the good stuff, the good works come after as a as result. Good as you can possibly be as a person. Right. I mean, well, everyone's sin. No one's. You know, what I mean, 100. You know, what I mean, right. Not yeah. a sinner. But as long as I guess I'm trying to say, make sure you do it in the aspect of I can't. This is not how I'm getting to heaven. Right. But I'm doing it because God's so forgiving, and I want to do these things that please Him. Right. And because right. You know, I love Him. Mm -hmm. right. Do you guys ever share your faith with people? Oh yeah, I, I mean, I share it only, see this is my belief though, I'll only share it if it, the religion comes up. You know, like I'll play my music and I won't turn it off or quiet it down for whoever's in the car, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, I won't. Um, you know, if they open up the conversation the religion, I'll talk mm -hmm. about it, but I don't put my religion forcefully on someone. Right. I don't believe that that's okay. Do you believe that Christianity and, and Jesus, that he's the only true, he's truth? truth. True. Yeah. Father? Yeah, definitely. So then you believe people that aren't trusting in Jesus, they go to hell? No, I can't make that judge. I mean, I can't. He's He can only, you know, decide on, you mean? Well, I'm not saying, like, individually say, oh, like, they're definitely going to hell, but because you don't know, maybe mm -hmm. they have put their trust in Jesus. But just in a general sense, if a person mm -hmm. has not repented and put their trust in Jesus, do you believe they can, they're going to heaven, even if they haven't done that? I do believe that. I do believe it because me, the reason why I believe it is because uh, my husband believed in science science whatever you call Scientology? it Scientology? yes so and it, it's very you know not comforting with me right. um so and i still believe that he is not in hell that he's in heaven you know what i'm saying i yeah i do i have to believe it i can't you know. what are your thoughts on the question <laughs> that's that's yeah kind of like lost with it well because it's a hard thing to swallow definitely a hard thing to imagine um, but if the Bible's true, yeah. I believe it. We can say for sure that people that don't trust in Jesus, because He says He's the way, He's the right, truth and the life. Right. If they're not trusting in Him, as you know, trusting in theirself or in some other God, God says, "Don't have any other gods before Me." You know, right. don't have any engraven images. So God's clear that He's the one true God. He says that. You know, so if they aren't trusting, not in, in Christ, then, right. then they're in danger of hell. But I have to believe that God is a, a loving, you mean a loving, compassionate person. Right. God. You know, I, I believe that. You know. When someone doesn't believe, you know what I mean, you know, and they see the light and they get sent up in heaven, you know, I, I believe they get a chance to drop to their knees and, you know what I mean, like, you know, I mean, ask for forgiveness, you know what I mean? I mean, I do believe, I have to believe that he's not. In the judgment. Yeah. I, I mean, see, because, yeah, the Bible talks about um, we're going to die and then the judgment after that. And it talks about he's going to judge you based off the things that you, you've done. Right. And, um, and he sees, you know, people's hearts, but it says the heart is deceitfully wicked, is that's a, I think it's Jeremiah. Mm -hmm. So, and if in the Bible talks about if everyone's sinned and fallen short. So I agree, he's a loving God. Um, but from my understanding, people have the life they until they die to choose him, and then when you die, then it's too late. And that he's also just, you know, because he's holy and perfect. You can't just say like a judge or a 
criminal before a judge. Right. Might tell a judge, hey, I'm sorry, I'm a good person. The judge can't just let him go. Right. There's that fine to be paid, and if the fine hasn't been paid by Jesus, mm -hmm. by trusting in him like we right. have, they, they pay it by, by going to hell. Well, do you told, do you is that my husband, he did believe in God in the beginning, you know what I mean? He went to church and everything. He has a Bible at my house. We still have the Bible, right. you know what I mean? And then he changed to that, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, so he... Then that's between him and God. Right, that's right. what I'm saying. We can't... Because, I mean, he, he asked God into his you know, life, and he, he was, you know what I mean, faithfully, you know, with, with God. But, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I just believe that that's, yeah, that's something right. that's, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's between those two, I mean. Right. Yeah, I have to believe Right. Well, because, yeah, it's really scary to think, like, if a friend, if you know, do you have any friends that aren't Christians? Or people that you know that aren't, that aren't Christians? No. I know a couple of people that's not Christian, but majority of the people I surround myself with or around is Christian, Christian people. people. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's always good, because you yeah. need that, that fellowship. Yeah. They keep, you know, the people, the, the person you are is the company that you keep. Right. Or who so, you, I tell my kids, who you hang around with is what people perceive right, that you are. You, right, right. The, yeah, right. Yeah, that, that's, right. that's yeah. really true. Yeah. Um, so what do you think about the commandment where it says go and preach the gospel to every creature? Jesus, one of the last things he goes and tells his disciples to do, which I think applies to all Christians, is to go in and share the gospel. And I, But you don't really see Christian people doing that? You don't, you know what I mean? Um, you know, you mostly see uh, Jehovah Witnesses that, I mean, yeah. Um, see, oh yeah, and that's and, kind of and that's why I I come back to the same thing is that I will talk about religion if you I mean you yeah, you I'm open yourself if yes if you're talking you know you'd like to have this conversation I'm not gonna put my religion uh, belief on you and come knocking at your door and you mean try and force you to you know see I think there's a difference between forcing and and trying to share it with someone and allowing God mm -hmm. to, like planting the seed uh, with someone because I talk about like hell and stuff is um, maybe I'm just special but I look around and I see people. That I go to the store, you see people that aren't, you know, that you don't know, but a lot of times they aren't, you know, trusting in Jesus. They're, right. they're often, they're going to hell. Right. And that scares me, and it makes you feel, you know, it makes you worry, feel bad, you know. Mm -hmm. And you that's. Want to do something to try and help them to right. change their mind or have them, you know what I mean? Like, right. Do whatever you can and to them still, you know. Right? And so the next, so that's a good yeah. thing to feel as Christians, but I think the next step is to be willing to step out and approach someone, approach two strangers with the microphone and try to talk to them about Jesus. Right. You know, and everyone's got to find, you know, got to find your own thing. This is kind of my thing that I've been doing right. around here. That's um, good. But I think, you know. That'd be hard for me too, though, because not to cut you off, but it would be hard for me if I went up to somebody, you know, and I believe in my beliefs, you know what I mean? Right. And then I say, so do you believe in God? Right. And the person says real nice, and they're just like, no. You know, right. no, there are some people who don't. Right. But see, I, even people that don't believe in God, the gospel message is still for them. And that's mm -hmm. definitely what I've done is I kind of, I watch videos of other people talking to people and kind of learn by reading the Bible and watching and how to, just, there's still a way you can talk to someone like that and right. share the gospel with them. Right. But I guess right. I got to get going in a few minutes. But okay. I want to encourage you to kind of think about that and, you know, yeah. think maybe is there someone you could, you could reach out to and share the good news. And one way I do that is talk about the law, talk about Ten Commandments, and talk okay. about that right. Jesus... You know, and we're talking about like when I ask questions like, "Have you ever told a lie? Have you ever stolen anything?" I'm not right. telling them that they're a yeah. sinner, but when they admit that, and they say, "Yeah, like I think I, if I said before God, I'd be guilty." Right. You know, and they say, "Well, do you know what God has done so you don't have to die and go to hell?" And then you tell them that Jesus died for their say, sins. I, I never lied. Then that would be a lie right there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Just, yeah. That would be a lie right there. Yeah. That's right. What I know. That's so. Like, yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Well, my name is Faith, by the way. I, I'm Ann. Ann. Roy. Roy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. Yes. Well, it's nice to meet you guys, and nice thank, you you. thank you for talking with me. Day. You're welcome. Thank you too. So You're Friday. welcome. So, it was quite an interesting day in the park. 
Uh, I kind of want to briefly go over the four conversations I had. So the first one was with a older Christian couple, mostly with the woman. And um, we had an interesting conversation about Jesus being the only way. That's a common thing I am finding amongst talking to, to professing Christians is that it's very postmodern. It's where they think, you know, you believe what you believe and I believe what I believe and we're both right. Because the world teaches that if you say something or someone is wrong, that's hateful, that's mean. Like, I can say, hey, I think you're wrong, but like, I'm not being hateful or mean about it. But anyways, um, so that was an interesting conversation. You might be wondering, Faith, why do you talk to people that say they're Christians? Because a lot of Christians don't really understand the gospel. And my goal is to try my best to point them back to Jesus, to the truth, and to the one way, which is Jesus. And if they're a Christian, that's what the Bible teaches, if you really, really believe that. So it's important for me to, or I feel like it's important for me to talk to them about that. So the second are the people that I went up to to find out about the band playing. And the woman actually cried that one part. I don't know if you could tell where, like, I had to skip over her and go to the, the man named Ed. And I was wondering if she was feeling convicted or, or what. I hope that I'm my questions, I know they're kind of blunt and, and to the point, but I would never want that to make someone feel bad just because I've asked this question. But maybe it made her think about some things. And I hope I was able to encourage her and him by reminding them of the gospel, of the good news, that despite the fact that we've sinned and we, we mess up, we're not perfect, if we hold true and hold tight to the gospel, like that's... That's an encouraging message I, I hope she got from our conversation. And then the third guy, the trumpet man, he was very nice. At first, he seemed kind of uninterested. He had this very intellectual, kind of smart um, young man. And by the end, I kind of really didn't know what to say. You know, I hope I said the right things and I always pray for people that I that I talk to. So it was really, he's polite to talk to me. But obviously, you can hear he's the one that, he's the only one in today's podcast that didn't say he was a Christian. So then the last people I talked to, a very nice couple, um, I think part, I don't know, yeah, part of that part got cut off. I think I stopped recording for a while. I can't fully remember because that was a little while ago. But yeah, and so it might have been some more just like good conversations with them. Um, there's the stories they had about, um, I'm pretty sure he says his name was Leroy. Leroy, no, Leroy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you listen to this, I'm sorry. Um, about dying and what he saw and their crazy life and, and her hus- Anne's husband dying and her health and um, once again I asked if they thought they're a good good person and their responses made me kind of explain why I had asked that and how a red flag kind of goes up when a Christian is so quick to say yeah I'm a good person and once again I try to point them back to Jesus and to the gospel because sometimes people in Christianity they, they think they're a Christian and they think they get saved and they just, they don't understand, you know, that it's not about their doing good works. It was great. I was really happy to hear these, this couple was doing these great things for their neighbors and just helping the community. But at the end of the day, if you don't really understand the gospel or if you think you got to keep doing good things to get to heaven, you know, that's not what the good news is. The good news is that Jesus died and through God's grace, through your faith and only through Jesus alone can you be saved. So that's why I kind of went that route with them and talking with them. So overall, it was a, a really good, interesting day. And I hope you enjoy listening to it. Hopefully it made you think about some things. And until next time, bye!